Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Hello and welcome to NVC, IGN's Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Casey DeFreitas, and I'm here today with Per Schneider. Hi, Kessel. Tom Marks. Hello. And Miranda Sanchez. I'm back again. You know why? Because there's more Pokemon stuff. There's a huge Pokemon direct. They don't stop Pokemoning. No, they don't. When there's not Pokemon. You're regular now. But also want to be on, especially when there's Pokemon. We'll have you on for not Pokemon stuff. Animal Crossing, Rune Factory. I was going to curse, but I'm not going to do that. Don't do it. it. 
Yeah. <laughs> man. You, you can fill in the I'm word that would have like come before that. Gears mode. So if you know yeah. Gears oh, of man, War, yeah, then of you course. know what I would have said. Well, Gear, when Gears, Gears of War comes on a Nintendo platform. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stranger Things have happened. So Your, your pictures you posted on Twitter of <laughs> holding the, the Pikachu and the Gears of War freaking chainsaw gun oh, are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but you. that's the dichotomy that's, of the Miranda that we know. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Man. Pokemon! Yeah. So that Pokemon Direct was massive and full of new details. Massive, you say? I know. I mean, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> no, really, it's full of puns. And if you guys, we should have a an IGN Now all about the details. So for this segment on NBC, I want to focus on our opinions about those details. Mm-hmm. Because you can get all the details you need from our wiki on IGN.com. Um, <laughs> I like that there's a Pokemon named Zack Ryan. That was nice of them to do that <laughs> right off yeah, the bat. So first of all, we finally got to see the legendary Pokemon. And yep. these are, as we predicted, there are two wolves and one has a shield and one has a sword. And the sword doggo is Zashian. Oh, I see. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. Zack Ryan. Okay. Yeah. No, Close. pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they say its shining blade can cut through anything. And there's Zamazenta, the shield wolf. Yes. So is the I, this is important, Miranda? Is the sword made out of Pokemon, or is it like it just found a sword? It mm. holds the sword. Like you can see it moving it around in its mouth, so it's not. But are they multiple Pokemon like that, and they all come with a sword? What do you mean? Or is this like a unique it's a, it's a, Pokemon? It's a legendary. Okay, so it's just that one. So it's not a type that is born with a sword. I just need no. to know for canon. I mean, yeah, there's... but if you bred one, I bet it would have a sword. When See, it came that's out of what the I'm show. afraid of. You never of. know. Like, it could have been born with it on its back, and it's... it just like fell off one day, and now it carries it around. Not okay. You, with you it. don't know. <laughs> you never know with Pokemon, like a Garbodor. Man, now I'm confused. Or Bodor. Is it? Well, who knows? I'm. I was just thinking like Grookey and Farfetch. Like they're sticks. They're not born with those sticks. No, yeah. they pick up those sticks. Yeah. yeah. So. But that's different. This sword is like matched to the Pokemon. It is a fancy sword. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he came across it one day. Or maybe it was made for him by another legendary. All right. yeah. Well, that's all the questions I have. Who knows? Thanks. Yeah. Good night. Maybe we'll see him sheathe the sword yeah. at some point. I feel like that's got to be important somehow. Like how, like their origins, I feel, are some, almost more curious than other legendaries we've had in the yeah. past. Just because they are like sword and shields. Like what? Yeah. I think Tom's going to leave. No. No. No, he's <laughs> super excited no, yeah, about he was it this morning. I was, yeah. just, I was just like thinking about something really dark and I realized that like- What were you thinking? Well, you were like, I hope someone she, or I th- maybe we'll see it she that, and I was like, I just hope he stabs someone. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope well, we see that dog that's... murder somebody in this game. Well, he did try to try to murder his Amazenta, which used its shield, which is attached to its body. It's just its face. Yeah. But then, just, then they seemed like they were buds. Yeah. So like, I feel like maybe they're friends. They were dueling. I think they, they were scared at first. They're like, oh, yeah. who are you? And they're like, oh, I, got, I know you. I know well, you. You know, like dogs, nice. dogs play yeah. with each other, right? Yeah. They do the like play fighting. So are yeah. they dogs or wolves? Probably wolves, but dogs. Yeah. Both? Yeah. <laughs> all, all wolves are doggos, but not all doggos are wolves. This is it's, true. Yeah. yeah. That is a mm. true statement. I think they're domesticated because they have swords and shields. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to use tools. They're advanced. They're yep. smarter than other dogs. Yeah. dogs. But clearly, clearly those two Pokemon is not what you guys squealed about right mm. no so, no, I, look, so I saw before, the images yeah. and I'm like that one she's gonna love <laughs> that one she's gonna <laughs> love and then there's Tom I like them all yeah <laughs> what do you I think about you. the legendary Pokemon they look like Digimon <laughs> they're Wait, a little weird they do look like Digimon I love right. Digimon yep. I don't think okay. you have to choose one or the other you can love whatever you want to love that's totally fair I agree love both Digimon and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh you know, you can, there's room in your heart for all of it <laughs> 
Who are the cards? Whatever. But these look like Digimon. It's really weird. <laughs> I, think- I really love. Well, I really love that. That's always like. That is a Pokemon insult to be like this Pokemon doesn't look like a Pokemon. It looks like a Digimon. Mm-hmm. Even though Digimon, some Digimon are really like cool looking and great. Oh yeah, designs. there's plenty of cool ones. But yeah, it's definitely like they're a little they're a little odd. I I don't like how they first look, especially when they appeared in the video. Like they look so similar, mm-hmm. and there are color differences. But I didn't actually realize that until we saw the art. Mm-hmm. So, so what makes them look like a Digimon? I think it's it's those little frills. Yeah, it's like kind Too of much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swords and shields. No, they have like layers. They have like armor-looking layers. Yeah, I, I think that's armor is especially mm-hmm. such a big thing for Digimon, especially as they digivolve. So I think that was just kind of a thing that looked like this could be some like mid-evolution Digimon or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of jokes about it too, of like the third legendary being like Gururumon from. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I think Metal Gururumon or whatever his name is yeah. from Digimon. So yeah. Mm-hmm. They, it's there. We we see it. So and it's just... <laughs> the, you, it, they're, they're fine. If you guys had to pick one, which one would you pick? Sword. Sword as well. Probably I'm leaning more towards a sword too. Yeah. Attack. For, Attack. for once, I don't care. I just really? want to see okay. what the version differences are, which one has a better Pokemon. The legendaries don't matter to more. I also so yeah, I'm not talking about the version. I'm talking about yeah. just the legendary. If I had mm. to choose one, Sword I think I'd get the shield because I feel Still. bad for it. Yeah, no. So <laughs> we, it's a pity. But. We were tracking pre-orders and Pokemon Sword is being pre-ordered like twice as much as who, Pokemon always. Shield. I mean, like mm. who wants to beat the shield? Like really? I mean, yeah. you know, who picks a tank roll? I, I pick a tank roll. We want... We love you because you pick the tank roll. Like, who wants to pick the support? Who wants to pick the tank first? Usually not. You want to go DPS. I run support and <laughs> like, tank in all of my games. Yeah. And that's why, well, I mean, we love you for many other reasons, but yeah. that's why we pick you first. I asked my kids which ones I should that's pre-order, so and it was sword. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just cooler, right? Yeah. It's flashy. For sure. I'm probably going to go shield just because I like being Same. contrarian. I like I'm, red. I'm, I might actually get yeah. that one. So, yeah. speaking of the colors, so, like, Zacian glows blue and Zamazenta. When I heard Zamazenta, I was like, I'm going to remember how to pronounce it because it sounds like magenta. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know, uh, like Zacian is kind of like cyan. Red. Yeah, and magenta, mm-hmm. magenta. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they glow those colors. I don't know if that's very inspired, but that's my guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes I sense think you got to it. me. And it's a good way to remember it. Yeah. And we also saw a bunch of new Pokemon, which I... See, now we get to the Miranda Mon. Yeah, so there's Gossiflor, which is a flowering Pokemon, and that evolves into Eldegoss, which gets like a big cotton puff. And Miranda and I were talking about it, that they have seeds in the cotton puff on its head, and people eat the seeds. Okay, stop. Yes. So... People eat parts of Pokemon? Yes. So specifically for this, this the seeds are not for reproduction in the official entry so far of what we have on the Pokemon site. Like seeds are plant babies. But they're not in this case. They are meant for nourishment. And specifically, it says in the entry that their seeds help nourish the Gala region. Like just make the the soil more fertile for growth. And it's not meant for having babies. Who eats Pokemon? I mean, people, people do. do. That's slowpoke like, whales are a delicacy. Do? So, so Team Rocket like almost yeah. drove slowpokes to extinction because they're just chopping off slowpoke slowpoke tails. Farfetch is almost extinct because people eat farfetched. It carries around its side yeah. piece. Too dark for me. This I'm not going to play these. They're they're animals. M rated. They're just so, so even if you're even if you're not cool with the eating of Pokemon, the like people drink milk tank milk, right? Like yeah. that's just like also not cool with that. So okay, <laughs> wow. So you're a Pokemon vegan? That's what you're saying? What's milk tank say? Like, what's its call? Moo? <laughs> yeah, I think that's moo. Probably. probably. Okay. I'm, go- I'm going with moo. Right. 
I wasn't sure if it said like milk tank. <laughs> I think, it and I was going to say if it speaks, nope. I is it speaking if they only say their recently, name? I recently saw the episode with Whitney's milk tank, and I don't, I don't think it <laughs> really said milk tank. tank. I think it just made noises. So if it's just milk you're drinking, it's fine. Milk tank, yeah, milk. Right. Okay, not milk. It's milk tank. <laughs> yeah, this is gross, <laughs> you guys. I don't like this topic. That's what it is. Like if Can you go to the Pokemon Wooloo? Center, they have like milk tank branded like milk whenever you go to the cafe. Like it's paired with that. It has like the little M. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were friends, not. You food. can be friends with okay. them. All right. And <laughs> benefit you, from whatever they make. Did you ask if you could eat wooloo? Yeah. Sheep, right? Yeah. Mutton? It's Scotland. They eat tripe and haggis and sheep. Oh, haggis yeah. is sheep stomach. You know they eat That's wooloo. Right. So when I saw wooloo, <laughs> I thought that would be your new obsession for collecting. I love everything. it. I Thank love you. wooloo it's so much. So wooloo okay. is really good. This is, so wooloo is a normal sheep Pokemon, and it's said to be extremely fluffy, and it will roll away from conflict. He just wants to live in peace. Yeah. Dude. I, uh, th- it's if you got go, little braids. If you go on the Pokemon website too, on the description of it, Save it's like what? The, the description <laughs> is literally just like Wooloo is a friendly Pokemon that just wants stability, and it's like all it wants in life is to just be chill and fine and live with other people and yeah, just be who, happy. But who it's wants that in an so RPG where you cute. battle? <laughs> Don't make, underestimate Pokemon traders. Wooloo turn into what? What will Wooloo's evolution be like? I kind of hope it doesn't evolve. It's just going to be a big ball of fluff. Yeah. You got to imagine. Maybe may, if it does, it'll maybe be like a ram sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, Matu. And it's going to be all like nasty hair and stinky. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is what happens when Wooloo don't get the stability in the life right. they crave. <laughs> John, uh, Dornbush, Jonathan Dornbush was made, he said something so funny, which was like with Sobble, which is like the anxiety Pokemon, and Wooloo, which is just like all about just wants a stable life. It's like this is the most millennial Pokemon generation <laughs> ever. It's like we're just sad so, and stressed out and just want everything to be okay. After like 800 Pokemon you gotta get really creative with them (laughs) well there was already a sheep Pokemon but yeah Mary, poor Mary, but Ulu. I've seen some really nice yeah. like fan art with them together. Yeah. So well, there's a there's I'm a excited. Gen X Pokemon for me. Am I Gen X or I'm a baby boomer? I don't even know. Corvi Corvi Knight. Yeah, uh, Corvi Knight. Corvi Knight looks. That's the one that awesome. bites. Right? No, no, that one is Dreadnought. Oh, that's okay. Dreadnought. That that's one. I like that one. I want that one. You want the snapping turtle yeah, one? Of course. So Dreadnought is a water rock, rock type that That's has right. a huge jaw and is said to be very vicious. And trainers sometimes release it when they realize they can't handle them. Why does it say seven foot oh. three Galar Tuxi? Because Corviknight is a flying steel type raven that is seven foot three <laughs> tall. Seven feet tall. Two bigger. feet taller than a Charizard. Yeah. Bigger than Charizard. Okay, I That's like that one it, better. Than and, it carries, and it carries around a little cage with people in it. And it's called the Galar Taxi. <laughs> No, we're in okay, the cage. What is going yeah, we're on in the with cage. this franchise? It carries the cage. Uh, <laughs> so Joe Scrabbles in our UK office, I think I told you guys about this earlier. Joe Scrabbles in our UK office told me that apparently the raven is like thought to be the protector of the Tower of London. Like oh, ravens oh. are supposed to be the Tower of London protector. And there's this saying that if the ravens that live in the Tower of London disappeared one day, then it's like something really dramatic, like Britain would, like the crown would fall and Britain with it or something like that. So I think that there's something related with this, that it's a raven that is also a knight is very, Mm. I hope this thing has a super cool evolution. Yeah. And it's said to be the most powerful uh, Pokemon in the skies in the Galar region. Yeah, which is really cool. So maybe it, it doesn't. I mean, Skarmory is another flying steel type that doesn't have an evolution. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I yeah, this is actually one, unlike Wooloo, where I could see it very much not having an evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Because it is also 
like giving a service. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of a weird thing uh-huh. to say, but it's yeah. kind of limiting to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this is your job. Maybe yeah, this, this is, is the evolution. Maybe oh. it's a tiny yeah, that, that's that turns cute. into it. Maybe it does have a tiny bird. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be really cute. What if it's really cute? I hope it is. Sorry, y'all. I mean, not all Pokemon are just like very Corvy cute, baby. but they're all cute. Yeah. <laughs> Except for some. Except for the trash. Oh, you guys are killing me. <laughs> the actual When trash do we get to the battling <laughs> okay. and the uh, finding Pokemon? So, I think the biggest detail that came out of this direct which isn't the giant pokemon but now there are no more random encounters yeah and that was something that we assumed would be a part of it based on the reveal trailer because Mm -hmm. they didn't show any pokemon in the overworld they just showed someone going in the grass and then a battle started like exclamation mark right exactly but it was shown in this trailer and explained that you can while going in grass and in caves you will see an exclamation point and you can choose to approach the exclamation point to then be thrown into a battle with a random pokemon mm-hmm. but it's not random in the sense of normal rpg trips like it's not like octopath traveler where you're just right. walking around and right. it sneaks Suddenly. up on you so and it's kind of like they're trying to get the best of both worlds yes. right like that randomness factor and the surprise as to what you encounter mm-hmm. rather than seeing everything on the map yes. but they have both they do have both there are also roaming pokemon and some of some of the scenes that they showed were amazing. I mean, I keep so cool. I keep calling back the Tyranitar walking through a sandstorm, and then you see a Gyarados in a lake, and it just is so close to what I wanted to see. It just looks so much more natural than it yeah. did in Let's Go. Yeah, and I know some people were pretty down on Let's Go, understandably. Mm-hmm. So I understand like people want these mainline games, um, but the feature everyone pointed out, it's like please put Pokemon in the overworld. Like that's mm-hmm. the one thing they want. Mm-hmm. It's like let us battle them. But let us choose to approach them. Well, and so because the because the overworlds yeah. in the older Pokemon games kind of feel empty, right? Yeah. And like the the moments you have in a game like Breath of the Wild, where you can see an enemy on a hill and you're like, I want to go there. You couldn't find those in Pokemon games before, mm-hmm. so I, I think that's really cool. It's we'll very this. yeah yeah great move. But now you will especially be able to do that because there's a new area called the Wild Area, mm-hmm. which has a dynamic camera. And of course, only like Nintendo and Pokemon can make us excited for being able to control a camera in 2019, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm so excited. That was the first thing I read and I was like, oh my God, I am so excited for this game. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's what I've wanted. I've wanted Pokemon in the overworld, being able to explore freely. And this is still somewhat limited because, as I said, it's called the wild area, which is just one area, but it looks huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like plotted out where we think it is on the map. So we sat down and like compared all of the shots they showed of Pokemon in the overworld and especially like where it seemed like you're kind of roaming more. And we think we have a very solid spot for that. And it will probably be in the wiki by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Nice. So search so. for Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Sword and Shield, wiki, IGN, IGN. Wiki. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we will probably have that in. Find Miranda's work. This, this feels, this feels almost like a... I'm really excited for this area. I think it looks very, very cool. It does feel a little bit like a half step by Nintendo rather mm. than a full commitment to this idea because outside of this wild area, mm. it seems to just be normal routes as far as we can tell, more linear. And there, you still have the things like Pokemon in, in the grass walking around mm-hmm. that you can actually see, but this isn't them just going Breath of the Wild, Pokemon, everything is open world, walk around the entire right. map and go into cities. It's not like that. It's not becoming Xenoblade levels of mm-hmm. walking around an open world. 
but I'm excited they're doing it. I just I, I feel like they are were a little nervous of going that full I think, way. I think they're testing the waters. Yeah. It's yeah. so difficult when you have a franchise that's been running for, you know, like Nintendo franchise, 20 years, often th- sometimes 30, right? It's so difficult to make changes without upsetting, upsetting a big part of the audience. And I think mm-hmm. having confined areas like that and testing the waters is a really smart idea. Yep, and I could see them idea. also just needing time to develop yep. it, and they release these so quickly that... Mm-hmm. You know, they don't necessarily have a time. So, like, maybe taking yeah. it one step at a time will help mm-hmm. them get there. And they've been doing some stuff in their other franchises to bust out of the format. Like yeah. Fire Emblem introduced, you know, dungeon roaming, for example, in Valentia. And it's, it's so it's it's cool. I like it. Yeah. I'm... You you want them to just redo the whole thing, I'm Breath opti- of the Wild reboot style? No, I just I'm optimistic. I, I you you guys might remember uh, a while ago when we were talking about like the, ho- the hopes and fears of mm-hmm. what these different games are. My one of my concerns was that they would just go back to a normal mm-hmm. like gym system, mm-hmm. which it seems like they're doing a little bit yep. with this one, not full on, but a little bit with this one, and. I would have liked, if they did that, I would have liked them to maybe push a little farther into this wild area idea. But again, yeah. we don't know how much time we're going to spend in it. We don't know how much time there's going to be, how much stuff there's going to be to do in it yet. So maybe my my fears are unfounded anyway. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we'll see because yeah. it's big and it looks like you can maybe access it early. Um, yeah. We're speculating that maybe it could be a multiplayer area because we saw in some of the screenshots in the bottom left corner, there's kind of like a Wi-Fi signal icon and they show you going to so there's also there are also raids in pokemon sword and shield so when you're in this wild area you will see red beams of light um specifying where you can start these raids and you can play with up to three other people to fight these dynamax pokemon and they can be local they can be online you can be offline and then you'll get npcs to help you yeah these dynamax pokemon are just giant pokemon with z moves basically and they last for three turns if you're only listening to this Miranda just made the happiest face when she heard Dynamax. I'm so mixed on it. Like, I like it, but also I wish there was a little more to it. Yeah. Like, just a little more. It's just basically they're in a special form for a limited time. Yeah, but the special form is also just them big. Okay. Like, they're just real big. It's just seeing big and spell. (laughs) Yeah, but whenever we get these special things, it's just red. It's okay. not that. It's not that crazy. It's cool. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I just like for something to be really different. That's better than like a it up. like a sheep ball that rolls away in hey, conflict. That sheep ball can get big, oh, pair. Watch what you say. <laughs> and roll away like. And oh, like cuddle and roll over you. <laughs> don't hit me. I'm just calling it out. Wulu's gonna learn rollout for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it's not bad or anything. It's just like, oh, I mean, I really liked you know our cool dances from you know Sun and Moon. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. Here is just. Here's a big ball. Yeah. Go. And it, it does the same kind of thing. So when it becomes a Dynamax Pokemon, its moves turn into a different move depending on what it was. Um, so, for example, we saw one poke. I think it was Grookey, and it had yeah. Taunt and another sup- normal. Like growl, I think. Yeah. So it had a normal type support move and a dark type support move, and both of them turned into Max Guard when it was in right. Dynamax mode. But it's... They called its scratch turned into a normal type Dynamax move, and so it, it kind of like how Z moves worked is what I'm thinking. Yeah, like that's, that's what it transition. appears to yeah. be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but they last for three turns, and you can only use a Pokemon in Dynamax form against other raid Pokemon, but only one person in your party can use a Dynamax Pokemon, and in gym battles. So far, that's all that's been revealed. revealed. Yeah, there might be other opportunities for them, but it's very specific because they're big. 
Yeah. It's just kind of funny because yep. we were talking about it's like, why couldn't you just use this anywhere? It's like, well, do you want your Pikachu to trample a house? <laughs> I'm really interested to how the competitive Maybe. community is. You have more to eat. You can eat those Pokemon. This? Did you know that? Because mm. I, I think I, I think it was Wolfie. He was one of the VGC winners, but he just was repeating, please don't make us use these. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it just it adds a whole other layer and is interesting. I'm sorry. I keep kicking you guys under the table. That's OK. <laughs> the small room. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I don't know. It's It'd be very interesting, I guess, is to say. You can't really know how it's going to affect the meta until you yeah, kind of get like into there's, it. There's so much of that that you just kind of have to wait to yeah. see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. But, you know. but I guess we'll see. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, it's a, it's fine. That's how I feel about that <laughs> next. Yeah. yeah. It feels like a lot of spectacle right now yeah. to me. And I feel like we're not going to, it's again, it's one of those things that looked real cool, but sort of thin as you said mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like it doesn't didn't look bad I by just, any means but it just was like okay cool and mm-hmm. I, I i do hope there's something a little more too yeah. yeah i do think raids look really cool yeah that's i, I feel yeah, like the raids is neat it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a gameplay element that drives these raids and yeah it, i just love that the franchise is evolving now to adapt some stuff that we've seen in more some of the games as service yeah. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. cool and i do love the way they use dynamax things in uh in the actual stadium gym battles mm-hmm. where it's this soccer stadium style place that you have these giant pokemon fighting each other mm-hmm. it, that looks really cool yeah. just just from a again from a spectacle standpoint yeah. that is so neat so how can you find these raids so like i said when you're in a wild area you will see red beams of light if off in the distance mm-hmm. and then you can then approach them and depending on the area that the point is in and the weather will change which pokemon it will be there you go that's how it works and the weather in the wild area will change every day which will change the pokemon really cool. that you find that's really cool mm-hmm. i'm super into it so while we have you miranda i move some of our question block questions to the end of the pokemon segment so these will be about pokemon mm. all right so the first question is from uh, Michael Murph Murray. He says, which game are you choosing, if choosing one, sword or shield? I am waiting until we see what the differences are. Same. Shield. So I was going to say sword, but if most of my kids just pick sword, I'm going to have to go shield. Uh-huh. I don't care that much that I have to have one of the Pokemon, but I think sword, the sword Pokemon is just more fun. I almost always go with whichever one is less popular, not because I'm a hipster, but because yep. it makes finding the Pokemon from the other game way easier. Oh, yeah, That's true. Because then everyone has sword and I have shield and I can just get, I can trade much, much easier. Yeah. And everyone wants to everyone trade with me. Everyone wants to trade with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely waiting for the exclusives because the legendary Pokemon I, I usually don't end up using. I mean, I get to Same. the end and I finish the game and then it's done. So so the Pokemon that you find in the world before then and may end up putting on your team are more important to me. Me mm-hmm. too. Totally agree. And uh, Raphael Rocha says, if a wizard gave you the power to change anything in Pokemon oh. Sword and Shield, what would you change? I love the wizard. <laughs> oh, I do like wizards. Um, that's hard. I'd that- make it M for mature. No, I, I, I mean, I would oh. I would upgrade the graphics engine to be a true 3D game. Like, that would be my my big hope for the future, that it is a little bit more more open, sprawling, bigger. Like, sense of, like, being a small cog in a big world. I mm-hmm. I, I love, love that in games like Breath of the Wild or Assassin's Creed and all of that. Um, I would love that change. The wizard can do that. But it's also very difficult to make a game like that. And we haven't seen that done very well in... M- many RPGs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
We that kind is. of saw it in Nino Kuni mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, Nino Kuni did it well. Obviously, mm-hmm. Xenoblade. You know. Yeah. I'm going to pretend we all get our own wizard and that these changes are all going in effect, except for yours, Tom. <laughs> what? But... I mean, we were talking about no. eating Pokemon, yeah. so might that's as well not change that change all that's Pokemon to edible. That's not, that's not right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> you're not actually eating What are you changing? Pokemon. Add dragons. <laughs> There's already dragons. Okay. Have a whole um, pipe. I do actually, you know what? I want, yeah. I want your change. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm saying if the wizard yeah. accepted all of our changes. Yeah. But oh, I, also, I, I also want a new dragon type evolution. There see? you go. Yeah. Being on brand. <laughs> I think I want. A legendary redesign. <laughs> like of these? Yeah. Oof. Just huh. just make him look like the, the Dark Souls just, wolf with the sword. Yeah, just make it Sif. Both you're of so them anti, no, so anti-Digimon. But it's okay. No, it's, I just we'll want make them, Skylanders one for you. <laughs> I just want them to look a little bit more interesting. And they, I think they also look a little too similar. Like I was saying at the beginning, I couldn't tell like their cutlery is all that different whenever I was watching that introductory video. Mm-hmm. like They just look so similar. They are. Like, I want them to have a little bit more definition. Oh. Wizard, I also want a zombie type. Every Pokemon can be a zombie type, too. That's it. Whoa. <laughs> All of them undead. Talk about M-rated. Yep. Mm. There we go. Uh, I want Fat Pikachu to come back. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay, now you can have your... Yeah. Okay, we got all those We got choices. Fat Pikachu. It's called Dynamax. Just Pikachu. really, really big Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like a whole series. Yeah. Change. Like franchise change. <laughs> I'd so, be with that. Um... Joe Gorskowski says, after watching the Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct today, I am very excited to play this November. However, my Switch is the first Nintendo system I have owned since the Game Boy, so the last Pokemon game I played was Blue. Do you think it will be fine to dive right into Shield, or have I missed too much by not playing a Pokemon game for 20 years? I love how you specifically says Shield. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, decided. That's awesome. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, no, why, why not? That's like kind of how they're made to be. Like, you don't need to play every no, single yeah. game to get Pokemon. Like, you're just more informed, maybe, about like how the series has changed and maybe no more Pokemon, but you'll learn them yeah. I feel like, just like Assassin's Creed, yeah. it's okay to skip a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and because they are, they usually replicate all of the new gameplay elements from the previous ones. It's very rare that they actually shed some of the good stuff. We feel like you miss out, uh, miss out yeah. on something. And there are always... Except for Go. Let's go. <laughs> there are always good tutorials, and it's not like you... They teach you things. Yeah. You're, Just do you'll it. You'll be fine. Well, yeah. especially, especially the most recent games, I feel like, have gotten more... Like, the last two generations, I feel like, kind of went a little more towards making... It's always been an accessible game, but even making it more so a little bit easier. Like, with the experience yeah. share going yeah. across your entire party, things like that. So, yeah, I think it's it's totally safe to jump in. Uh, a few years ago, I went and played... I did a Let's Play Nuzlocke run with Pokemon Silver with Alana, and wow, oh, that yeah. game is so much harder than the, <laughs> than the newer ones, especially when yeah. you're doing a Nuzlocke run. But, um, yeah, these are so much more accessible. Uh, last question from... Chris Lomelin. He says, my name is Chris and I recently started listening since late 2017 and love you guys. Okay, so my question is, there's this wizard. Just kidding. There's no wizard. wizard. But seriously, do you think the new Pokemon game Sword and Shield will give any inspiration to what might happen in the Detective Pikachu sequel? Do you think we will see any gym stadiums housing some Dynamax Kaiju battles or perhaps even a Dynamax Detective Pikachu himself should they find themselves in the Galar region? I'm sure Ryan Reynolds would love that. P.S. Congrats to Brian for his 10 years at IGN. Uh, yeah, he couldn't be here today, <laughs> no, but he, we celebrated him. He's writing lots of E3 scripts. He's super busy. <laughs> that was like three weeks ago. He just posted that late. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when Chris said Detective Pikachu, I thought the sequel is like the game. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is different from Ryan Reynolds' project. No, he's talking about the movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for the movie, I mean, I'm sure they will pull in things from Sword and Shield, but it won't. they won't make it about Sword and Shield. No. I, don't, I think they're going to keep it as... Um, just their own unique cities to keep. But but well, I think be pretty late too, right? I, but I think they want to reward people who are in the know, right? Yeah. By introducing new references and new things like that. So I could imagine a tie-in like that. I yeah, could, I could definitely see them doing it as a movie where it's like we got to get out of Rhyme mm-hmm. City and it's traveling to another region, no yeah. matter whatever that region might be. I mean, well, the thing is, Dynamax. Didn't they already have Dynamax Pokemon? Do you see those Torterra? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's already Spoilers. ruined. Sorry. Um, Spoilers. No, okay. but uh, Rhyme City is a city that was made just for Detective Pikachu. Yes, the game. Mm. So that's, I think, important for them to have a setting that they can be really flexible with, mm-hmm. because obviously they need to kind of work it to be a little bit more creative, I guess, for the felt like the movie audience as opposed to just the Pokemon players. Mm-hmm. Which they did a great job of saying, "Hey, Pokemon players, we know you. We get you. We're we're." Like, putting all of our love into this and making sure you see that. But at the same time, like having their own city gives them a lot more freedom than having to work with something that's established. Yep. So they, they will definitely have Easter eggs, but yeah, probably. I agree. I agree with that. Region. I don't think I, they'll, could, they'll stick but. to the basics and then have Easter eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, guess that's all for our Pokemon segment. Miranda, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry. I can't stay for the rest. I have. <gasps> No, you're you're leaving us? A lot yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. E3. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like it's E3 or something. It's I don't know if you guys noticed, but our normal camera isn't even in here. Yeah. We're using a, a little... Backup. <laughs> a little oh, backup yeah. camera. Yeah. <laughs> Half of IGN is packed up and down in LA. Yeah, I'm about to go do the same. So. All right, we'll pack up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having don't, me. Good don't eat any Bye, Pokemon. Miranda. Bye. <laughs> don't, don't forget the one with the stab in the head. Oh yeah, thing. this is my the Pikachu water bottle that my sister got me a very long time ago. I wanted to bring it because it's kind of big. Oh. That's my really quick thing. Sorry. Very nice. You're <laughs> drinking Pokemon brain. Oh. I don't drink from it. <laughs> 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 just, it's just, a, just for show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got? We have some news. Where'd it go? Oh yeah, some news. Topic two. <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> wow, you're on today. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, What's what's happened? Oh yeah. Okay, so I know we talked about this last week about how the cadence of Hyrule was possibly coming on the day of our show, but that didn't happen. Nope. <laughs> so for reals this time, it's coming in June. This is official. Yeah. Officially announced, coming in June. We actually know now. Yep. We just don't know when. <laughs> I like I like how we're all quietly shifting to the right. We have to fill we're the gap. The yeah. gap yeah. that Miranda no, like left. More. So if you hear shuffling, that's it. Uh, uh, there that's was a, cool. a Japanese tra- the Japanese trailer showed new gameplay. And the June window. Yeah. And Tom and I are the only people who love it. I'm into it, yeah. Yeah. Brian is not into it. He's skeptical. Because he wants a Zelda game and not a bounce, bounce, Crypt dance of music. Crypt the Yeah. Even though he likes music. Yeah. I don't know. Play it. I'm into it. I want to play Crypt it with a dance good. pad, like mm-hmm. I said last time. Yep. My theory is that this game is out now at E3. Yeah. I, I think that they're, they're not giving a date mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is just them going to be, they're going to show a new trailer during their E3 showcase and then be like, it's available now. Yeah. I, yep. I don't, There like literally there have been leaks every few days or fake leaks or whatever every few days since it didn't come out on the th- May 30th where yeah. somebody was like, oh, it might come out on the 2nd. Oh, it might come out on June 20th. I think they're just going to release it at E3. <laughs> nice. Yep. And also we got June's Nintendo Switch Online games have been revealed. Meh. Yeah. Meh? That's how you feel. Yeah. It's Double Dragon 2 The Revenge. Volleyball. Just mm. volleyball. There's no subtitles. 
Simpler times. <laughs> yeah. No bueno. And uh, City Connection. Also not good. I don't know anything about these games. I think you can skip this month. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Double Dragon. It's always it's always interesting to replay um, those games and and dive back in to see what was hot in the NES days, but, <laughs> but these weren't hot. <laughs> what was what is City Connection? Because that game just sounds weird to me. It's it's boring. <laughs> okay. It's that's like don't waste time. Is volleyball actually about volleyball? <laughs> it is actually about volleyball. No, they just uh, it it's like we're getting kind of to the B tier. I'm hoping this means that we'll get some cool announcements in the future with some of the big franchises and hopefully Super NES games. But you know, not not every not every month is going to hit, and I feel like this one is going to be a down one. Uh, this one is a down one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, maybe it well, is. We'll learn Super yeah. Nintendo games come into Nintendo Online. And last month we got Punch Out and Lost Levels. Yeah, and it was a good month. So we had a good month, and we got Tetris ninety nine before that, if you yeah. recall that. So, uh, you know, just it down. is what it is. I've, I've I saw a lot of negative feedback from Nintendo fans, including you know our our, um, our fans of NVC, uh, which is understandable. Yep. We're also getting Ghostbusters: The Video Game Remastered yep. uh, to Switch this year. That's a better game than you think it is. The Ghostbusters yeah. game? Yeah. I never played it. Yeah. I missed it it's entirely. It's a, it's a good, it's a good uh, time to catch up with it, I think, with the Switch release. I have So when I was a kid, I played Ghostbusters on the Commodore 64, and we were obsessed with that game just because how it, how it replicated the music, and it was, it was a, a complicated game, but it really kind of felt like the movie, and you know, I, f- I feel like this, this game tried to get at that in a bigger scope. Um, you know, it's fun to catch. Slimers and, and all that. And this was the one that was the the story wise. It was set after Ghostbusters two, and it was actually voiced by mm. the actors. So it was kind of yeah. s- surprisingly faithful. Ca- canon. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was canon. I think it came out at a time where it just kind of got overlooked. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not a ten out of ten game, but it's good. It's wor- worth your time. I'm Especially curious to like see if the yeah, I'm I'm curious to see if the the Switch version turned out all right. Yeah. And Persona Q2 for the 3DS is finally out, but but we have to ask the question. Yeah. What is it? I know we've talked about this before. Did you just pull it up on your 3DS? Got it. Where's the speaker? There. Yeah, you can hear uh-huh. it. Oh God, I love Persona music. Nice. Yeah. What's the question, Casey? The question is: Is this is the 3DS now officially actually dead? I know no. we've asked this question before. No. No. Oh, that's a there will game. always be a Kirby game at All the right, end guys. of the life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the like mm-hmm. death knell. That's yeah. the soul leaving the body it's, of a Nintendo ah! system. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're usually some stragglers. There's there's some you know some smaller um, projects. Sometimes uh, DLC um, uh, downloadable games that come towards mm-hmm. the end of the DS life cycle. And I think we'll see uh, we'll see a couple more. And we are getting the King of Cards Shovel Knight DLC. That's right. Coming up, mm-hmm. but this is the last, as far as we understand. I know at the Persona Q2 is the final upcoming release game on Nintendo's website for the 3DS. And there's just, you go to their site and you click 3DS coming soon or coming out next, and there's literally nothing. There'll be something small. You think? Yeah. But so there's do you too not, many of these suckers out there. Do you not consider a Japanese translation of a game arriving on 3DS in the <laughs> US six months late a straggler? Is that not already the straggler? Yeah, that that is already. Uh, it's <laughs> let's call it the wind down. Okay. But um, you know, every time we said a console was dead, there was like one more game coming out. I it, guess. it will happen. We'll be back here and we'll tell you what that game is. I was just trying to look up the name of this 3DS game that I really loved, and I can't remember the name of the life mm. of me, and I can't find it. Okay. Oh. 
I'm Man. Sorry. Good job, Casey. Uh, oh, it's Summon Night. Summon Night? Yeah, Summon Night. That was what it's called. It just came to me. Oh, my. Summon so what, Night. What, what about Twin Summon Night? Twin Age. Summon Night Twin Age. I was just thinking of 3DS games that I really liked, and I mm. couldn't remember the name of this one. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. My 3D, it's just my regular DS. It's not even a 3DS game. But, <laughs> you know, fond DS game. <laughs> well, that's the funny part about this is that because everything from the DS, we talked about this last week, I think, because everything from the DS runs on the 3DS, it is also the death of, I mean, not death, as Paris pointed out, but, like, it is the end of that era, too, where now when, whenever this system fully yeah. goes away, your DS games are gone also. So you, you can but, keep it. And by the way, this is what's yeah. going to happen. Um the DSs are going to get discounted, and you'll be able to pick up some for cheap, and then you might not do that, and then you'll be angry in 10 years when they're all priced 300 bucks and you wanted one. That's what <laughs> happened with GBAs, with especially with the Game Boy Micro. Um, and the, the you know, Game Boy Advance Special with the back-clicked screen. Yep. So mm-hmm. still regret if you want one just as a collectible, remember, it's an amazing lineup of games that are infinitely replayable, and they're on cartridge, so they can never break. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, now when we're moving into well, the they, digital they age and break your entire just... <laughs> collection may be gone someday. Yep. So heed my advice. If you see <laughs> a beautiful Metroid or Zelda 3DS or 2DS out there. Yeah. What, in a couple of weeks, it'll be it'll be cheap. So what was everyone's favorite 3DS game? Oh, you can't. Please let us know that. in the comments below. We <laughs> well, that's the thing is like. Let me look at my, my screen, my home screen. Oh, you cheater. Yeah, oh. I got it right here. Oh, you have all of them. Yeah, I have, I have all the games. <laughs> all of the games. I mean, look, Link Between Worlds was really, really yeah. good. Yeah, Link Between Worlds that. was really good. I, I, I was going to say may, maybe Link Between Worlds, maybe even Sun or Moon, one of the Pokemon ones. Ooh. Rhythm Mega Mix, mix was really good, too. Um, uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega mm-hmm. Mix, if you guys played I that one. I loved you will never going to guess. Monster Hunter Stories. <laughs> oh, really? I thought Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate would be yeah, the one. Yeah, that one too. And man, yeah. There I don't Smash know. was on there. They they were they were Smash wasn't good on the 3DS. One gazillion um, <laughs> Picross games on the 3DS too. Smash Bros That's as a controller for the Wii U version of Smash Bros. That was that was my favorite Majora's 3DS. Mask. No. <laughs> Tom. It's got to be Zelda for me. A Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds is yeah. such a good game. Yeah. It's such a good game. It was so unexpectedly good. It's like a double dip on Link to the Past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Link to the Past is one of my favorite Zelda yep. games. So it's fantastic. It was super cool to see how much it was similar and different at the same time. But we should do we should do once the really the last three D S game is out. So we'll, we'll have do another the segment definitive on it. list. Yeah. We'll revisit it yeah. and we'll pick up. We'll give a favorites. proper a proper section. Yep. Reminiscing For about sure. the 3DS. We'll pair. Uh, we'll we'll let you. Mario is good too. You call whatever that final one okay. is. I'll too. tell you when Conquer's Bad Fur Day three is out. <laughs> They're just gonna skip two. That's Did it. they make it two? Well, it's the 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 HD version. <laughs> so, moving on. Unfortunately, mm. I'm sorry, 3DS. But hey, uh, <laughs> Persona Q2, uh, New Cinema Labyrinth, as we just said, is out. Came out on June 4th. Huh? You guys got to play? I played it. Did I have not it? yet. Okay. It's uh, look. It's if you're you've played Persona Five, right? Only five. So yeah. both Tom and I joined the Persona franchise with five, mm-hmm. mostly because Andrew Goldfarb always bugged us about it. Yeah, which and rightfully so. I, I don't even know if he gave me a code. If I, if he gave me a code, he gave I me bought a code. It. I loved it. I started playing it and I was amazed that I had ignored this franchise for so long because it's so damn good. Mm-hmm. This game is different. It's yeah. not. It's not a. It is an RPG, but it's not like. 
persona, this kind of big, sprawling, story-based adventure. This one is more like Etrian Odyssey, and that's another franchise made by Atlas, where um, the core gameplay conceit is about mapping labyrinths. And the Q in the title, by the way, it's based on the Japanese word meikyu, which means labyrinth. Hmm. Uh, and that's why you'll see a bunch of Labyrinth games with a Q in the title. And um, so, yeah, you're basically, with the touchscreen, you're mapping the Labyrinth as you explore it, and you place things, and you you um, color in the walls with a stylus. That's and then there are battles, uh, you know, just similar to the ones in, in Persona, a little, little harder, actually. Hmm. Uh, and then there'll be 30 minutes of talking. Oh. <laughs> and Sounds like this, Persona. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's kind of a silly, uh, you know, it's, it's a uh, silly plot about, you know, being sucked into movies and, you know, meeting these, uh, these crazy personas out there and fi- fighting them. But it's, it's a really good game. As you said, it arrived late and it arrived, it's in English, but all of the voice is in Japanese, which isn't a bad thing. You know, very authentic. There's a lot of it. Um, great character voices. And the game combines um, your favorite characters from three, four, and five. So, yeah, um, I, I know Andrew used to say that Persona Q, the first one, mm-hmm. was just one of his favorite games of all time. I think. Yeah. He really loved that one. I haven't heard if he's played this one yet. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, no, he bought the collector's edition. For I sure. know he's played For it. Sure. He's beaten it already. Yeah, like no. six times in Japanese. I'm sure. But but you but you have to love you know text-driven RPGs, like very Japanese anime-like storylines. Mm-hmm. You have to love that. Um, uh, the You know, the, the graphics are good for the three days. So there's nothing mind-blowing about it, but Persona has an awesome soundtrack, and it's it's the same here. Um, you know, and the characters are really fun. I've been told to go back and play P4 Golden, and mm-hmm. so I kind of want to try to do that before I play this one, but that yeah. might be a long time. Yeah. It's it, two look, years later. <laughs> I feel like we're counting the days until some sort of Switch Persona game is announced. Don't give, oh, don't give people do that hope. A, we do. Wait, happen. isn't isn't that new Persona game coming out on Switch? Which one? Oh, oh yeah, but that's Persona not a mainline. Okay. <laughs> not Shibuya Scramble. The right. the Persona Scramble. Yeah. Yeah, that's not P5 same. Scramble. I'm, I want a mainline one. Yeah, I want either six or five. T- seriously, Per, don't give people that okay, hope. They're, they're gonna, it's gonna tear them apart. Just you no, saying, we've no already, persona. we've already thrown it in the trash. No more hope. Anyway, no more scab. hope. If you have a 3ds, you don't have a Switch. Um, it's a good time to play this yeah. because mm-hmm. it is not quite the last last game. <laughs> no. Also out this week is Pix Arc. Yeah, um, May thirty first. What is mm-hmm. this? This was the. Kitty Minecraft mixed version of Ark Survival Evolved. What? Yeah. What? Gen- this is, I'm dead serious. It's it's already been. I believe it's already been out on Steam for a bit. It was made with Studio Wildcard, the developer of Ark Survival Evolved, but by an outside studio. And it's essentially Minecraft blocks, Minecraft art style, but dinosaurs survival. It's it's Minecraft mixed with Ark. Yeah. And I've heard. Not terrible things about it if you're into those types of games, you know? Not terrible things, I've heard, Tom Marks. <laughs> no, well, I, I just say that meaning that I'm I'm not a fan of Ark Survival Evolved okay. because it's not my type of game. I don't like those long capture times. I don't like the punching trees loop very much in any game, not just that one. But I know Ark is a very, very well-made game. Uh, this feels basically like, hey, let's translate this into a family-friendly mm-hmm. package. And that might appeal to you because I love Minecraft and, you know, it could be a cool little survival game. There's not a lot like this on mm-hmm. Switch right now, too. So mm-hmm. 40 bucks, so full yeah. full price release. Yeah. yeah. 
Hmm. I mean, that sounds. I'm going to go look up a trailer after this because that sounds really interesting. I think they also did some stuff that is very different than Ark. I might be getting this mixed up, but I think there's a little bit more fantasy element in this, mm. if I remember correctly. More than rather than sci-fi. Well, yeah, but well, some Ark of that is, still... Ark is a dinosaur simulation. Ark is dinosaurs that slowly, as you get through the tech tree, turns into laser guns mm-hmm. and sci-fi armor and robots. See, that's realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, if I remember correctly, this is like has like Chinese serpent dragons and genies and other things like that in it. Um, and, <laughs> and, and is a little bit more fantastical. And I will look that up on my phone to confirm and only correct myself if I'm wrong. Casey just added it to her list. (laughs) Hey, I did not. Okay. Time Spinner is also a game that is coming out this year. Yeah. Oh, I put this one on because I love this game. No, yeah. Time Spinner came out on uh, PC a while ago, too, as a lot of Switch games do. Uh, It's a Metroidvania-style game. I know. Too many. It's side-scrolling pixel art. But it is... It's really cool. It's just a very good one. It's not. It doesn't do anything like overly special. It's mm-hmm. got these kind of like time freezing mechanics where you can solve certain puzzles by like stopping the clock, which will freeze all the enemies, and then you can use enemies as platforms to get up to higher ledges, things like that. It's not. It, I think they described it when it first came out as a Chronovania. Oh wow! So it's like Chrono Trigger inspired Metroidvania, pretty much. Oh, my phone is playing a video. I apologize. Um, yeah, so that's that. Think that that's the vibe, and it's I've played a not all of it, but a, a fair amount, and it's I really really enjoyed what I played. Okay, give me give me a pre rating rating out of ten. Pre, oh, I can't do that. I haven't played enough of it. Oh, okay. that. <laughs> well, well, then I'm not going to look at it, Tom. All right, fair. What about Pertang? Pertang. 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 I played. Uh, I played a bunch of. Um, it's a cute. No, it's not cute. It's a. It's a cool little puzzle game with uh, where you're kind of controlling contraptions to get marbles to a goal, and so um, I'm saying it's not cute because everything looks very scientific. It almost looks like a laboratory table. So you've got these contraptions with like two fans, and you can c- control them both independently. Oh, it, like physics puzzles. Yeah, kinda. and so. Marbles will roll down, and then you have to press a button to spin up a fan to blow the marbles into a gold. So it's like that, and then they get more and more complicated. In the beginning, it's pretty easy to get a gold medal on stuff. Then it gets more and more difficult because you might miss with some marbles and or take too long, and you get silver and bronze and so forth. Um, it's uh, I just uh, you know I, I played a bunch of levels. I wish. I wish the shoulder buttons on the Switch were analog mm. because that's the one thing. Like when you're controlling seesaws and and fans, it would feel much better if you had more nuance control over it. Yeah. So here it's more like tapping. You know, you got to tap it in order to flip something. Hmm. You play uh, any of it yet? I played a little yeah. bit. I, I thought it was very well presented and, yeah. and kind of – a little too simplistic for my tastes. It gets it gets more complicated okay. as the contraptions evolve. I guess maybe I'll stick with it a little longer then. Yeah, but it's it's a very the art style is very austere. Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's like technical, like lab setting, right? But it's but it's well drawn and clean. But it doesn't have a lot of character to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like that. They could have done a lot with it, too, and I, I just like the idea of these sort of almost Rube Goldberg-esque Same. machines, yeah. too. It's just very funny. Yeah. So, I know you So you guys are playing... You were playing Persona Q2 already. I was. What else yeah. is everyone playing? Well, I was playing Percheng. It's 10 bucks, okay. by the way, so so mm-hmm. uh, n- not a pricey one. 
you guys talked so much about that damn Metroid cat last time. Yeah, Gato Roboto. I, uh, I got that one. really wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, that's a really good Metroidvania. It's really fun. Yeah. And I, I, when you guys talked about it, I wasn't the 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 dynamic of separating the cat from like the robot suit. It's just really cool. Like yeah. you, you basically have this little drone that can get into small areas and explore, or you can be like this power armor and kick ass. And it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I wish it was in color, though. I know everybody says it's a black and white game on purpose. It goes for that design. It makes it a little difficult to spot the enemy sometimes. It all blends. It does. In. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And they got different palettes, but again, that doesn't solve the problem no. of only two shades. Uh, I this was what I was playing too actually. Mm-hmm. I I I don't don't worry. I'm going to say this and everyone's <laughs> going to freak out. I didn't play much Xenoblade over the last week. <gasps> I know, but I'm going to keep playing it. Don't worry. I just got uh, I wanted to play Gato Roboto cuz I knew it was short and mm-hmm. then at home I got absolutely obsessed with Outer Wilds, which is a fantastic game that's not on Switch and oh, no. not scheduled to come on Switch unfortunately. <laughs> But I did play Gato Roboto 2, and I ended up beating it because it only took me, like, a little over three hours to okay. beat. It's a pretty short game, and it's it's not as sprawling as Metroidvania would imply. I mm-hmm. felt like it was actually fairly linear mm-hmm. uh, in terms of you're just going to these different areas, and then that gets you an ability that just unlocks the next area, and you just go to that area next. Uh, there's a There's not really any too much backtracking at so all. So more like Cave Story or something. Yeah, right? a little yeah. bit more like that. Mm-hmm. And they're, I think they call it a Metroidvania because they wanted to call it a Meowtroidvania, <laughs> right? That's yeah. what the marketing material is, uh-huh. and that's just too good to pass up, so I do not blame them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's very cute, pretty short, pretty straightforward, but just really, really tight and fun mm-hmm. uh, Metroid-esque game. Yeah, it's good. And then multiplayer, we've just been playing Crystal Crisis at home. Oh, yeah? You know, once again... Flip the game to two to 2D mode, and you got a really, really good puzzle fighter versus game with four players. So uh, everybody's hating each other now playing <laughs> good. that. It's <laughs> good to hear. Yeah. So um, the day before we recorded this, they dropped a new Monster Hunter World Iceborne trailer. Mm. And in the Iceborne trailer, they showed Tigrex in Monster Hunter World finally. And Tigrex is an old game, old monster from Monster Hunter Freedom 2 originally. But it, that monster is also in Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. So I fired up my Switch to play that game. And I haven't I haven't played it in months because I've been playing World primarily. Mm-hmm. And I fought some Tigrexes. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Man, that game is so much harder than World and Dauntless. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, like significantly. Oh, man. It's so much more difficult to time your dodges. I got really good at dodging through Tigrix's roar because Tigrix is one of the only monsters whose roar can actually cause mm. harm to you. Hmm. Um, which like is it can deal damage? It deals damage and causes knockback. Knock back. It doesn't just stun you. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So Tigrix is hardcore, and I'm incredibly excited to fight that monster in Iceborne. So I just That's wanted really cool. to kind of touch up on my, my Tyrex knowledge because I remember that being one of the most difficult monsters for me in Monster Hunter Freedom 2. So this happens to me too. I'll see like news for something upcoming and I'll go, oh, I got to replay this thing that I love. I was so tempted to go back. Uh, actually, Baldur's Gate collection got yes. announced for Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so tempted to just go back to 2 and, and replay it, but I couldn't find it. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, yeah. Baldur's, what is it? It's Baldur's Gate 1, 2, Neverwinter Nights, yep. Uh, all of the D and D. There's two more things yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember now that are also coming to Switch. Uh, oh, Planescape Torment. That's what it is. And yeah. then there's one more, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what that is. All enhanced editions, which is nuts. That's when so is that cool. coming out? Uh, later this year. Okay. I don't remember exactly. And if you haven't played late. Baldur's Gate, think Diablo. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. like really cool looking D and D based games. Um, Diablo, but less. Um, Let, what, what's what's the word? Less loot plenary. You're not. Yeah, no, no, you're not just not, like constantly yeah. getting loot and sweeping away no. weak guys. Mon- it's a little bit more tactical. Monsters don't have pockets in that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Diablo, like everybody ho- carries their horde with yeah. them. But uh, but really like kind of really same style presentation and co- uh, collaboration too. Didn't you say that? Uh, did you fight the other one that was teased in that Monster Hunter trailer? Did oh, you Glavinus. Say- Glavinus. Yeah. yeah. I have. I intend to go back and fight him but I so also in the press release they sent out yesterday they said that Tigrix is going to be fight fightable at E3 Ooh. so I want to be ready for that, would, that. so you prepped for yeah, I'm E3 I'm going to prep because I haven't fought Tyrex in six months <laughs> Which is quite a long time. That's yeah. not very long. You're gonna get not. into that demo, and they're gonna be just like blown away. No, just no. I'm not. I'm not that good. I think I'm decent enough for someone to watch her game, my gameplay, and be like, you know what? She doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> she was, knows what she's doing. It was Icewind Dale. You forgot. Icewind Dale. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I've also been playing Dauntless a bunch, and I hope. It's supposed to come out on Switch this year, so I hope I'm able to talk about that in more detail soon because nice. I don't want to do that yet because it's not on Switch yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, guys, you know what time it is. Question block uh, part two because we already did Pokemon okay. question block, but <laughs> question block not Pokemon related. I remember somebody playing talking about a game like that a while ago. Yeah, back, it is yeah. Definitely, definitely a game. Definitely not. It could not be a game. I don't think it is a game. I think, you know, the more I've been reminiscing and really putting a lot of thought into this, Question Block isn't a game. Thank you. I feel betrayed. Thank you. Why is it a game? Question Block. Why is Question Block a game? Go. I don't know. I feel like I've been put on the spot, which is <laughs> well, a th- game come, in come itself. Yeah. And therefore, by you putting me on the spot, you, you, there, you th- can write it down for next time and bring it with you. Okay. Right. I'll write a novel. A goal and... We'll prepare our essays. I'll write an 800-word okay. article about right. why Question Block is a game. All right. Let's play this. <laughs> All right. From Neil Storin. He says, have you ever spent a really long time on a game getting as many collectibles as possible and then stop playing just before the final boss? I can't be the only person who does this. The first time I did this was on an, an Ocarina of Time collecting all the Skultolas, Mass, etc., and then quit just before the final fight with Ganondorf. Please tell me I'm not the only one. I'm not sure why I do this. Maybe I enjoy the game so much I don't want it to end. With all the talk about gaming disorders, maybe we can classify this one as ludophonophobia. Love NPC. Thanks for the great podcast. Thanks. Neil from the UK. P.S. Please get a jingle for the question block. Nice. (laughs) So I... um. I've done I've done that where I haven't fought the final boss because I'm tracking down stupid stuff. I've done that in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I'm doing that in Odyssey right now. I feel like I did that in, in Breath of the Wild too, where I could yeah. clearly go and beat up Ganondorf, but I'm like, nope, I'm not ready because I need a couple more things. And uh, but I, I I don't walk away. If you're saying that you walked away and didn't finish it, you you definitely have. Ludophiniphobia. I do that. <laughs> I do this all the time. What do you? Yes, I do. I have a problem. I do this all the time where I can like I can see the finish line and then like just Turn stop. Around. <laughs> I'm staying. I did, I did this with Ocarina of Time. Not only just with the Water Temple because I couldn't beat it, but I got to the very end and then just stopped. Really? And, yeah. So you didn't see like the freaking... no. I I went back like months or years later, wow. and I did that with Majora's Mask. I got the very end, got all the masks, didn't didn't go to the moon. <laughs> That's the coolest when you get I did it all with Breath of the Wild. I 
Man, I'm naming a lot of Zelda games. Okay. Man. <laughs> uh, there's a theme yeah. here. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe that's that's the thing. I just don't want them to end. I enjoyed it so much and I just So maybe you want endless games. No. Let's see. What are the Zelda games as I do a this service. There, Zelda <laughs> as a service. What are they? This week we released one more heart container for four dollars. <laughs> oh no. I don't want that. You just gave me this I glimpse that, of a terrible dystopia. Subscribe for this new house. I did oh, this with, no. I did it with X and Y too. I got to the Elite Four. Mm. And then I just didn't even try. <laughs> I don't okay. know. See, that's, what's wrong with me? I think that's, there's a doctor for that. <laughs> that's not what I do. I usually get either, I usually give up halfway through a game or beat it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I never get far into a game and then just give up or walk away. It's not I, that I even gave up. I just, right. I, it's, it's, I have this problem yeah. with my work ethic and just things in daily life. If I know I can do it, and I have figured out how to do it. I just lose motivation to do it's it. It's no longer yeah. a challenge anymore. Yeah. It's a task. So, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, that's different, obviously. Like, I have that with what you're describing with certain games. Like, sometimes I don't make it through an entire Far Cry, Far Cry, Days Gone, or Mad Max. Like, games where after a while you're like, wait, it is the same thing, just mm-hmm. repeated in different mm-hmm. areas. I, I tend to not finish the game. But I wouldn't then collect everything mm-hmm. in the world. Whereas, like, with, with Assassin's Creed games, the good ones, I kind of stick around and I try to, I just want to clear all the quests, and you can't anymore, right? Mm, New ones pop up so now, much. they're randomized ones. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think, um, I think you and, uh, what's his name, Neil, you're pretty <laughs> much the only two. I get I, it. I think that's why I like Monster Hunter so much, because I never actually know if I will be able to beat it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because they're always so difficult. There you yeah. Go. And also, they it feels like at least with World, that game never ends, right? Like there's always one more thing to do, and mm-hmm. one more thing to do, and yeah. one more there's thing to do. There's always a new weapon to master, a new armor set to make, yeah, a new uh, jewel to farm, which takes <laughs> forever. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, that's about all the time we have for this week's MVC. Next week we will be having a special E3 episode. We will <gasps> be filming at in LA at the show, and we will also be doing pre and post shows right before and right after Nintendo's Direct. So please tune into IGN.com to watch us yeah, be in re- LA. Be really early for the Nintendo yeah. press conference because we actually we have a pre-show. And before that, we have a special little something. Yeah, with the Nothing NBC exclusive. Crowd. It'll be fun. Yeah. Watch it. We Just call some fun it stuff. Relive. <laughs> yeah. We did a couple of things, yeah. but it should be really fun. Mm-hmm. Again, you can watch NBC every Thursday at 3 p.m. on your preferred platforming Podcasting platform, platforming mm-hmm. podcast. That's good. Uh, and oh, on we should IGN. do a platforming com. podcast. Oh, nice. What? Yeah. No. Podcast You guys can go do that by yourselves. Called level 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for watching. And remember, this is the only place you can get the thing. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.